My new book is out, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. It hit the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list, and I just wanted to say thank you. I hope you get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what user Jay Eggleston said in an Amazon review. Warning, this book is addicting, is Nathan the new Tim Ferriss. He said, I met Nathan during my college days when he was still CEO of Hayo. I knew he was inspiration since the day I met him. The book is totally a Nathan Latka original, and this is the new four-hour work week. Warning, though, it is addicting. I'm not sure how long I've been reading it now, and the only thing that is making me from put it down is the dreaded workday tomorrow. Six people found that helpful. Get the book today at capitalistbook.com. Founded Chili Pepper back a couple years ago. Call it, let's see, call it 2016 today. Again, really helping salespeople and and really uh, channel when someone hits the website, they fill out a form, what territory do they go to, what lead is the account owner belong to, what's the opportunity matching look like. They help you channel all of that to then connect the prospect real time uh, to set up a time to chat with the appropriate person. Scaling nicely, currently serving about 200 customers, $10,000 ACV, $2 million in AR today. Net revenue retention really healthy. Over the past 12 months, they churned 60 grand. They expanded 300 grand from the same million dollar AR cohort from a year ago. So healthy growth, 100% year over year overall. Uh, CAC less than one month in terms of what the customers are paying per month. So that's healthy. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Nicholas Vandenberg. He started selling newspapers in the streets of Paris in high school, then studied maths at Ecole and, uh, and then business at Stanford GSB, started and sold three tech companies with up to 65 employees and 11 million bucks in revenues, ran sales for a $2 billion telecom company, negotiating billion-dollar deals with, with companies like Google, and now is the co-founder of Chili Piper on a mission to create a new software category around buyer enablement, helping businesses help their buyers. Nicholas, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right. So tell us about the company. What's the company do and what's your revenue model? Is it a pure play SaaS company? Yeah, we are a pure play SaaS company. So very straightforward. We sell subscriptions. We charge per user on an annual basis. Um, and as uh, you say, we uh, in the buyer enablement. So our, our solution solves a very simple problem. It's one of the things that you wonder why it wasn't done before. Uh, when people come to a website, they fill a form and they click submit. They get a message that says uh, somebody's going to call you uh, soon, and you're just wondering, well, who's going to call me and when, right? So that we solve that problem. We have a smart agent that uh, you put on the web page, and it finds who's available, and it will uh, automatically connect the prospect to the right rep or enable the prospect to book a meeting or engage in whatever way the prospect wants to do. That's our model. We sell to uh, uh, a lot of the leading tech companies like uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, and many of these uh, um, other SaaS companies. And so said it in kind of two words, basically almost like salesperson routing kind of? 
We call it concierge. Uh, I don't know. It, it, from the, the concept is that you have a little agent that's on your website, and when somebody fills a form, that, that little agent takes care of that person. So it will make sure find the right rep, enable uh, a call in real time if the prospects want to talk now, enable us to schedule a time later if the prospects want to talk later. Um, so really make life easy for both the sales team and the prospect. And I'm sure you have many, many different types of customers in terms of size and use, but in general, what's the average customer pay per month for this kind of service? You're exactly right. We do have a role diversity. The smallest license, I think, is one person put concierge for himself on this website. Uh, right now, our biggest customer is probably Facebook. Uh, they have hundreds of reps on, on our app. Uh, but to answer your question, we're around 10K in ACV. Okay. $10,000 in ACV. And, and paint that picture more so people listening, they'll know if they're a good fit for the software or not. Are these typically teams of like 10 salespeople, 1,000 salespeople, one? Uh, typically, as soon as you, the, the, the thing that makes it most compelling to get a software is uh, when you have some um, sufficient inbound volume. So you have enough leads that you think you should take care of them. We actually have a few exceptions where some companies have few inbound leads, but they want to take care of them really, really well. So if you have a high price point, you don't want to lose lose, lose any lead, uh, and you we're very affordable. Our price point is uh, is fifty dollars per rep per month to include the phone. So for that price, you make sure that your uh, leads are taken care of. It's worth it. But the typical. Uh, a uh, company that buys our concierge solution is a company that has invested in marketing automation that has built some way to bring inbound traffic and then and then see that as a natural next step to get from, uh, to convert that traffic. So not only get leads, but get booked opportunities, booked meetings, engagement uh, with uh, with all these inbounds. Are, are people typically using this with their, I mean, the thing you just described, usually SDRs are doing, you know, one SDR for three account executives or some ratio, and that's how people scale their inside sales teams after a series A, series B or whatever. Are people replacing their SDRs with this or they're working together? That's a great question, Nathan. Uh, when we first uh, launched it, we only had booking. And it's SDR's job to book, right? So um, we had a bit of a pushback because as you're replacing my job, I'm not so happy about it. Exactly. And I even had a manager tell me, uh, how, am I gonna, how am I going to get my commission? Um, right? Because, uh, and it was not our intention. Our intention is to do something that's more efficient for everything. Then we added the phone capabilities. So the prospect can, can uh, say, I'd like to talk now, and that connect the phone. And phone is the realm of uh, SDRs, right? So um, now we have a solution that is SDR-friendly, and then it's up to each company to decide what to best, uh, how to best route. Got it. That makes it very interesting because then it becomes more sophisticated. So then it's, okay, what I'm going to do is do that highly qualified. I'm going to route directly to the account executive. And those who are less qualified, I'm going to have the SDR call first. So you can really play and optimize your your, your uh, process. What year did you launch the company in? Say it again. What year did you launch the company in? What year did we launch the company? Yes. Uh, we started January 2016. 2016. Okay. And then, and then so I think we, you gave a great explanation of kind of what the company does, talked about your ideal customer. What have you scaled to today in terms of total customers using you? We've have, have more than 200 companies using our software. We uh, about 7,000 uh, reps uh, receiving meetings and using app, and we're growing. Uh, so we doubled this year from last year. But now we, our growth has accelerated because 
it's of the thing I just mentioned, we had a bit of friction when we launched our solution with only scheduling because there was uh, sure. this pushback from SDRs. Uh, now that we have calling, uh, it's, it's good for everybody. So we see a, a strong acceleration. We just launched it early August, so but already with our best month in September and uh, in August and uh, September is going strong. So yep, and and look, I mean, two hundred two hundred customers at that ACV you just gave me would put you somewhere around two million run rate today, or about one hundred and sixty grand a month. Is that generally accurate? Yeah, that's right. That's great. And so year over year growth, about a year ago, you were you were said you were doing about only maybe 80 grand a month. So you've doubled year over year. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's really great. Most of that growth, has it come from expanding the base you already had or adding brand new customers? Um, we've expanded a lot. So uh, I just did the numbers run yesterday. Uh, we've, we've churned $60,000 and expanded $360,000. So we have a net churn over the last 12 months of $300,000. Say that, sorry, say that one more time. You churned how much? Churn 60, uh, expanded 360. So we have a net churn of $300,000. We have a typical organization, try it out with a couple of reps and then they extend. We also have a, a, a solution um, that um, reps can use on their own. So they can use it to suggest times and to book their own meetings. That's that solution. So somewhere, that's how we got started actually, and it's somewhere comparable to Canonly, but obviously much more um, sophisticated in in the set of features. So we often extend to customer success and customer support. Yeah, so got we it. Big deals that expand to other teams. Just to be clear, though, so when you say expansion of three hundred thousand dollars, that's also including new customers you added over the past twelve months, correct? No, no. What I mean, what, or is that just expansion from the same cohort? That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, customers by X and then the I, yeah. they Y. Well, I understand. Mean. Yeah. The reason I asked that is because if a year ago you were at a million dollar run rate and, and you've added a million, you're saying 30% of that was from expansion of customers. And then you had new bookings of call it, you know, maybe 700 grand in ARR. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, that, that's actually considering how much revenue you're, you typically don't see expansion revenue making up 30% of a company's growth until years maybe three or four when they're in the five or $10 million AR rate. How have you been able to drive expansion so early? Uh, it's actually, so the product, people love it. Everybody loves it and they recommend it of the team. That's how we expand uh, to teams. So we have companies like uh, Avalara where we start with the SDR, then we get the AEs, then we get customer success and we get the analyst and we, we get pretty much everybody. Um, that's how we've expanded uh, uh, so nicely. The, the thing I'm, I'm not, I think we can do better is the uh, new new uh, accounts, right? We bootstrap, so we did not take VC money. Our team is all uh, we 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 hire based on the cash we bring in. You're still bootstrapped. So yeah, we're still bootstrapped. That's great. So so uh, obviously, um, we could grow much faster on the on the new business. Um, the reason why. Um, we bootstrapped it. Uh, we just launched that new product, Concierge, with phone, uh, as I said, early August. And that one is, is, is has a huge potential. So it, it, it's clear that now we, we are a solid company. We have top customers. We have a product with great potential. And so the time is coming for us to think, okay, we're going to put a oil on the fire and get uh, outside funding. Nicholas, putting oil on the fire, you want to make sure, obviously, that the the... the unit economics hold out kind of per customer. So talk me through some of those. What, what are you paying right now to acquire customers, CAC? I, I, we pay very little. Uh, fully weighted, fully weighted. 
it's a, it's, it's, it's a, I've hired my first director of demand gen uh, last June. We started advertising on LinkedIn uh, in early July. So we've grown all that business uh, pretty much organically, word of mouth. It's, it's all been inbound. Uh, so the, 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 if I give you the CAC, I mean, right now, I, I say we're cash positive. We, uh, the cost of acquisition is very low for us, has been very low. I don't um, expect that to continue that way. I think as we want to expand, it's going to be more costly to acquire these customers, go find where they are, spend more time explaining the benefits of the, of the product. So, so, so far, um, um, we... we um, Nicholas, real quick, sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off. What's your team size today, though? I want to understand what percentage of those folks are focused on content sales, marketing, onboarding. Um, we fought, it's 14 of us, but until, until, uh, last June, we had only two sales reps. Okay. So now we have four sales reps. Okay. Uh, so two so sales reps, does that include the, the hire of demand gen, the guy that's on demand gen? No, that's, that's on top. Yeah. Okay. But when you, so when you take the team that is related to demand gen or managing spend, the direct spend, the salespeople, and you divide that by new customers added. So you get a full, a true fully weighted CAC. Is that two months of the customer spend or six months of the customer spend? Where are you at? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you think of it, uh, we, when we were at one million, with two reps for half the year, so they probably cost us hundred uh, k. It was a ten percent ride last year. This year we have a bit more. With two million, it's probably still in the fifteen percent range. Um, so that's where we are in terms of CAC. But I, I, that's what has been so far. I don't expect that to be sustainable. Uh, you know, most SaaS companies have much higher cost of acquisition and I expect we'll go back to a more normal rate. Right now we have a very, very low cost of acquisition. So are you get, when you say very low, I mean, are you getting paid back in less than a month? So if it's, uh, if it's $10,000 ACV, they're paying about 800 bucks a month. Is your CAC less than $800? Yeah, that's right. We're getting paid back in about a month. Yeah. About a month. Okay. And what do you, if you raise or if you put oil on the fire, what do you expect that, what will you be comfortable pushing that CAC to? Um, look, I don't want to be uh, burning money for no reason, but uh, anything between three, six months seems uh, healthy. Yeah. I mean, that's even, are you, are you, are you making the assumption you stay bootstrapped or you're saying even if you raise three to six months is what you'll push it to? Yeah. Which one? I'm sorry, you broke up once. Are you, are you saying if you raise, you're happy to be more aggressive and spend up to six months to acquire? Or you're saying even if you stay bootstrapped, the, the furthest you'll push it is six months? No, no, no. Bootstrapped, we stay at what we are right now. Yeah. We have no reason to. We have a very strong... Uh, we, you have to control your cash. And and, uh, and we focus uh, We focus on making our product compelling uh, more than we focus on bringing uh, sales reps. Right? So the more, that's how we got su- such a strong expansion and how we have such a strong web of mass. Um, and that's why we waited to raise money because we want to make sure that the product sells on its own. And we're getting there. We, get, we, 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 we have the solution. One thing remarkable about TV Piper is that we have a no discount policy. So nobody, we just don't know discounts. And even these companies that I mentioned, that are very large companies with procurement department bigger than our company, <laughs> um, pay the same price. So just to be and, clear, and you say it's $50 per user per seat. If, if Facebook comes to you and says, we want 10,000 seats, you're going to make them pay the full $50 per seat. You don't give them a group discount? I, I like that question. I don't, I don't believe you. I, don't, I was going to say, if you say yes, I don't believe you for two seconds. <laughs> I'll tell you what. They haven't yet come up with 10,000. Right now, we're still in the hundreds. And and so far, so good. We've been holding our ground and saying, well, so much you pay. But uh, 10,000, then the question will be, is it reasonable to charge the same price for, for 10,000? Uh, or should we have at least uh, some steps 
Um, we'll cross the bridge when we get there, but for, for now, everybody pays the same. So price. even and if someone signs up 200 seats, you're still going to make them pay 50 bucks a seat, which is what a one person license would be. That's right. Exactly. We have two, two license levels. Those who don't need phone only, only pay $25 a seat. So the phone is $50 and, 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 um, and the scheduling only is $25. I see. So yes, they will pay the same price. And the reason why we've been able to do that, uh, Nathan, is that, uh, we've taken positionings where we're unique. So they have the choice not to use Chili Piper, but not the choice to use something else, right? The concierge solution we have right now, nobody else does it. We have some other solution with routing of meetings for the handoff between SDR and account executives that nobody else does. So it's a matter of do I want to invest in a tool or not? Not uh, can we can we leverage competition to we price very reasonably also. Got it. So, yeah, got it. Uh, we're running out of time here. Last question before we wrap up with the famous five. If you do raise capital, obviously we're we're being very much hypothetical here. But how much would you would you like to raise to fuel growth? Five to ten million, because we we uh, we have a lot of uh, opportunity ahead of us in in market or product, and we also have a lot of other products product ideas. Uh, that we like to bring to market. Yep. Let's so. let's say you stay on the lower side of that. Let's say you raise five million. Ideally, I mean, you've been around the block. You've seen this before, inside and outside of other companies. What valuation would you like to raise at? What would make you really happy if you raised five? Well, I, I, look, I see that uh, fast-growing SaaS companies uh, raise at twenty times the uh, current run rate. Do so you think forty that's million cool. pre-money is fair for you? Yeah, I think that's fair for us. Now, we'll, the market will tell me. Yep. Have you had any of those conversations yet, or no? No, but we've had the inbound VCs coming to us and uh, we'll have this conversation in a couple of months. Yeah, very good. All right, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, Nicholas, what's your favorite business book? Uh, right now, I'm reading The Way of the Wolf, which was written by the guy uh, from the movie The Wolf of Wall Street about yep. how to make inbound calls and I'm having a blast with it. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, definitely, definitely uh, Bezos. Jeff Bezos? Uh, yes, he's, he's, he's my hero. He's done incredibly well. He's smart. He's, he's taking a lot of steps that we, we, we've actually copied some of his uh, uh, practices. Name actually. one quickly. Well, that, that meeting uh, organized with, with a long-form memo, right, where every decision is based on a memo. We do that the same thing. Uh, we, it's working really well. Another one is the, the pizza team. I don't know if you heard of that, but splitting your engineering in, in – uh, pizza size team. So two pizzas have to feed the team. You don't want bigger teams or the way things slow down. So uh, we are architecting our software to be able to scale in that direction. Yeah. Very um, good. Number three, well. what's your favorite online tool for building the business besides your own? Uh, can I semi cheat and, 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 and say Can't my be other your own. One? <laughs> because I'm, I'm co-founder of another company that's doing a, an intelligent to-do list for teams. We, we in alpha and I love it. It's what's it? It's called Gypsybot. Gypsybot. It, yeah, it it, um, it 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 it's amazing. It schedules my day, so it picks my task, schedules my day. Tell me you have to work on that now. You have a meeting with Nathan next. Next, you can do that task, and it it tracks what other people do. Um, I love that. Very um, good. Yeah. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, that's a great question because I used to sleep uh, six hours or less, but I've read a book recommended by a VC, Thomas Tungus. Uh, about sleeping and um, I've increased my number of hours. It seems to be healthier. So I'm between seven and eight. Okay, very good. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, married and uh, with uh, my wonderful wife and business partner expecting. Oh, oh, very congratulations. And how old are you? I'm 52. 52. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? 
my 20 year old uh, I um, I probably so I came to Stanford when I was in my late 20s if I had to do it again I'd come in my early 20s because it was it was such the place to be and the place to learn to come to the Bay Area. So that's what I, w- I would do. Um, that's what I, w- I wish I'd known at 20, so come earlier. Yep. Good. Guys, there you have it. Founded Chili Pepper back a couple years ago. Call it, let's see, call it 2016 today. Again, really helping salespeople and, and really uh, channel when someone hits the website, they fill out a form, what territory do they go to, what lead is the account owner belong to, what's the opportunity matching look like. They help you channel all of that to then connect the prospect real time uh, to set up a time to chat with the appropriate person. Scaling nicely, currently serving about 200 customers, $10,000 ACV, $2 million in AR today. Net revenue retention really healthy. Over the past 12 months, they churned 60 grand. They expanded 300 grand from the same million dollar AR cohort from a year ago. So healthy growth, 100% year over year overall. Uh, CAC less than one month in terms of what the customers are paying per month. So that's healthy. Uh, 14 people based. Um, where are you guys based? Up in New York? I'm in New York. I'm in Brooklyn, but the team is distributed. We uh, cover half the globe. Guys, there you have it. New York City and remote. Nicholas, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much.